Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Chapter 1, the new beginning of the book. There have been many great comebacks throughout history. Jesus was dead, but then came back as an all-powerful God zombie. Ryan O'Neill had his ups and downs, but is now back and better than ever. Well, my comeback is almost complete, and I can say that when it is complete, it will shake the pillars of this land or town. My story is the story of a raging Christ figure who tore himself off the cross and looked at the Romans with blood in his eyes and said, If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. My name is Maniac. By myself, I'm a happy motherfucker. <laughs> Living life day to day, doing my thing, being happy, doing that she loves to do, <laughs> being crazy, main family, being happy. <laughs> Yeah, most people think I'm on drugs because I'm always happy. Are you on drugs? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm high on life. <laughs> and now. Yeah, mother. Our feature presentation. But she was on drugs, right? No. I mean, no, I think that was purely yeah. happiness. I mean, I know that's what she said. Yeah. Well, I hear you, but. I've been there before. You have. Mm-hmm. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Tuesday, the 23rd of October. <laughs> used to have Melthon in here? Yeah. Those days were something. We had a drum kit and bass and a whole bunch of amps and everything else that could barely fit into our studio. Would you say it was like having Sugar Ray and Smash Mouth play on your block? (laughs) Sure. Because that's a contest that's running on this this channel right now. We need to to figure this out. We're going to learn more about it, but we did find out yesterday that there is a contest running that's probably involved in Radio.com. Yeah. Where Smash Mouth and Sugar Ray get flown to your street and they play on your block. You guys. When I first saw that, I thought it was a, a joke. joke. Yes. We thought it was a joke. But then we found out it's not a joke. Mm. So we need someone in L.A. to win it so we can go. Right. Yeah. That's what we're saying? Yes. Well, we need to learn more about it, but I'm. we're sort of putting everyone on alert. Yeah. Okay. It, it can be any state. Right, right, because right. it's radio.com, mm-hmm. but it should be ours. It should be Agreed. ours, but also we're willing to travel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. We, we will get on a plane and come to North Dakota to see Smash Mouth and Sugar Ray, but we won't even go to the Grove if they're playing. That's true. But <laughs> this true. is on someone's block. Just right. expect like three to five more people than you were expecting. And yes. We'll just show up, knock on the door. Yeah, right. get a guest room. Yeah. Right, exactly. I like it. I was at the uh, 7-Eleven yesterday. Yeah. Buying my winning lottery tickets. Uh-huh. Yes. And why do people do this? There was a guy that was behind me, and he said, you're not going to win. What? Yeah. How rude. Uh, Who's that dream crusher? (laughs) Was that my dad? (laughs) (laughs) And the truth is, he's right. But why would he need to tell me that? Maybe What's the point of telling me that? Reverse psychology? Maybe he really thinks you're going to win. 
Or maybe he wanted to dissuade you from buying, thus upping his chances of winning. Or getting another one so that you have double the chances that he does. (laughs) Which is what I did. Oh, good. Because I needed double the chance he had. What was your response? My response was, why would you say that? Yeah. And he said, because the odds are crazy. And I was like, I know. I know I'm not going to win, but I can spend two bucks on a lottery ticket. That's okay. I would have said, Why do you meet, care? Me, meet me back here tomorrow, and I'm going to rub all my money all over your face, you loser. Yeah. I'd be like, go back to your cave, you troll. Right? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It's just odd to run into people like that, because you always hear that, but it's odd to run into somebody like that in person who's just... A stranger, too. A soul yeah. crusher, yeah. Did he look like a Twitter egg? <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. Who does You're that? You're not going to win it. What the heck? Yeah. I mean... Right? Kevin, I mean, I hope I win, but... I also hope you win a little. Yes, a little. Just for him. You want me to match like four or five numbers just (laughs) so I can get a little little, little Yes. That guy sits in line at a shopping mall Mm -hmm. and waits for a kid to be next with Santa and just whispers in his ear, he's not real. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's Mm -hmm. awful. I'm buying a dress. He's like, that won't fit in three months. (laughs) Just what are you doing, dude? I hate him. I pull into work and he's like, your dad wouldn't think this job is cool. (laughs) (laughs) Would your dad not think this job is cool? No, he would probably think it's great. Yeah, he loved radio. Yeah, But you never know. True. I leave leave it up to the skies. (laughs) Show me a sign, dad, that you love this job. (laughs) Yeah, so I didn't understand that, but uh, I went ahead and bought my tickets anyway because I feel like I'm going to win this time. Yeah. So, Kevin, I hope it, you do. What is it up to now? Is it 1.6? A lot of money. 1.6 billion, I, I think? I think it might be more. I haven't looked it and up And then yet. also the Mega Millions. Just threw it in because, I mean, who needs it? But... No, Mega Millions is the one. It's oh, the Power other one. Powerball. Powerball. Yeah. Powerball. Yeah. Yeah, so I bought one of those too, but what is it up to? Like six, seven hundred thousand? A million? I mean, who yeah. needs that? Who cares, right? right? When you can uh, get 1.6 billion. Yeah, 1.6 billion yeah, for tonight. Yeah, still 1.6. Yeah, that's insanity. Yeah, we're going to win it. What do you think the most someone has spent on these tickets is? I don't know because I, I feel like I heard on the way in that um, more poor people buy tickets oh. than rich people. Mm-hmm. Yes, because they think it's their way out of right. this situation. That's what I want someone to whisper in my ear as I buy a ticket because that's also depressing. <laughs> <laughs> more, more poor people buy these. So that's so they, it has a nickname, the poor people's tax, yeah. because that's oh. what they end up doing. Uh, but I assume that there are people out there who have a lot of money and will buy 100 to 500 tickets. Right. With this much money, maybe a thousand tickets. Oh, that means they have a thousand more times. It doesn't mean that exactly, well, but oh. and do those people then wait to hear what city someone won in? Otherwise, they're they're not checking all those tickets. I right? would guess not. Oh, yeah. one time I would oh. guess not. One time at Seven Eleven, I saw a woman do this, and it was like it. I felt it in my spine. Oh, she bought scratchers, turned her uh, bottom, got them in her hands, and then gave them back to the guy. And she was like, "Can you run these?" She didn't scratch them off. She only had them, like, buzzed <gasps> to see if they were winners. Isn't the fun scratching That's what I thought. It? Like, she genuinely was like, uh, seven scratchers, please. Then handed them back and says, can you check if they're winners? Because, you know, he just checks the barcode on the back. Wow. Can wow, you believe a, that Grinch? Right? Yeah. 
Can't you don't have time to scratch it off? No, and also she is the whole, too busy. Right? Yeah, that's like ordering like a salad with fries and just being like, "Well, I'm only gonna eat the salad." <laughs> like, well, eat the Maybe whole... there was a guy behind her going, "Don't scratch it off. It's not worth it." <laughs> it's it's worth... his wife. It's, it's, a, it's a child's game. <laughs> <laughs> this is all so sad, you guys. You no, know, it isn't because he was wrong, and I bought the tickets Good. and yeah. win. So Good. positive. And also, Good. thank you to everyone who's been tweeting at me, showing me that you have selected. One, two, yes. three, four, five, six, which was the numbers that I gave mm-hmm. as a suggestion. Right. Because uh, it's just as likely to win as any other number. Mm-hmm. And if it does, national news. And there's a ton of people now that have that number. So that's not great. Right. And I, but I just want to put this back out there again. Yeah. If you did that because you heard this on this show. Yes. Then perhaps Jensen needs to get a little taste. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If one, two, three, four, five, six does hit. What's fair, mm-hmm. do you think? A grand 15%? from each winner. A grand from each winner I'll even live with. Because I think I've probably, I feel like I've probably put 100 to 200 people onto it. Okay. Grand each, I'd be happy. Wow. Also, also imagine low. the yeah. news. For 1.6 billion, that's pretty low. No, but imagine the news I'm going to make. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I predicted the numbers, and those numbers were 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and I did it on the radio, and then it'll get played on every channel. It's fine. I'm moving that's on, true. is what okay. I'm saying. All right. A couple, okay. couple weeks in, and I'm moving on. Are you All quitting right. this job? Well, just because just I picked the numbers? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, but, yeah. I'm the new Miss Cleo. Okay. So basically, I'll be like, this is the lotto numbers. <laughs> what was it? Was that the count? I'm not, it was not it Jamaican was not Clio, or any that. sort of like Trinidad this, anywhere. Uh, me rocker. This is the, oh boy. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, anyway, it... this is my Miss Cleo. You ready? Okay. Pick of these numbers. She's One, not Italian. Two, uh, three, <laughs> four, uh, five. She was Jamaican. Six. Not, <laughs> Does that count Chocula? Yeah. Yeah, no, it sounds like it, yeah. <laughs> I come for your numbers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about this morning's oh, Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Yeah, I'd rather die. We're going to give you some new lottery tickets as well. Each of us is going to pick our favorite number. Okay. And then you could buy those tickets unless that guy's standing in line behind you. It's the official Kevin and Bean lotto numbers. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, you win, we, you know, a little, little taste, something. Taste, 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 taste. More than what Jensen was saying, too. Well, I say if you win, fly Smash Mouth and Sugar Ray to our house. Right? Yeah. It's a great call. Uh, you dress your pets for Halloween? Stop it, people. Yeah, really? We, yeah. we struck a nerve. Yeah. Um, we also have Jensen versus the soup plantation. I did not realize uh, yeah. that this was an ongoing battle. How long would you? Uh, about seven years, eight years. Seven years. Yeah, they know about me. We have a thing. Good wow. God. Mm-hmm. That's this insane. Is, this is the Clark Kent, Lex Luthor, uh, <laughs> Kevin and Bean. We have one are you? You'll find out. Oh. We have uh, Matt Money Smith on talking about the World Series, which starts, of course, tonight. And we have your tickets for the Incubus Halloween Costume Ball as well coming up this morning. We'll take a break and come back with what's happening next. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Allie is here with what's happening. You guys know my feelings about WWE wrestler Roman Reigns. You love him and you'd like to marry him. I am not a fan. Not a fan, Of right. his wrestling. Uh, would I marry him? Absolutely. Dude <laughs> is hot. <laughs> but... He's one of those guys that you just, you love to boo. Yeah. You just boo him. That's what you do. Kind of a meathead. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, last night, very, very different situation on Monday Night Raw. He broke character and revealed that he was diagnosed with leukemia 11 years ago, and he's been living with it since, and it has returned. My real name is Joe, and I've been living with leukemia for 11 years. And unfortunately, it's back. And because the leukemia is back, I cannot fulfill my role. I can't be that fighting champion. 
and I'm going to have to relinquish the Universal Championship. But I want to make one thing clear. By no means is this a retirement speech. Because after I'm done whooping leukemia's ass once again, I'm coming back home. And when I do, it's not going to just be about titles and being on top. No, it's about a purpose. I am coming back because I want to show all of you, the whole world, that when life throws a curveball at me, I am the type of man that will stand in that batter's box. I will crowd the plate, I will choke up, and I will swing for the fences every single time. Because I will beat this, and I will be back, so you will see me very, very soon. Do you think the fans were like, I like this storyline? <laughs> people were stunned. Yeah, the audience, like people's faces were, you could tell some were like, is this a work? Because right. this is the worst work ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it's the way to get someone to stop booing you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But oh my God. Yeah, that's right. For a wrestler to break character and say, my name's Joe, yeah. and then go into that. And he then went up the ramp and hugged. Did you see Seth Rollins? Yeah, one of his partners was just bawling. It was it, brutal. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, it it absolutely killed me. And the audience was chanting, thank you, Roman, which... We never chant. No one has ever said that. No. It was just, it was very emotional. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was rough. And also, the, uh, I, I really don't think that's ever happened. Mm-mm. I thought about it. I was trying to wonder if in wrestling they've ever had someone come out and just be like, hey, man, my name's Jeff. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that actually happen. It yeah. was very odd. It's cool that he did that, though. Yeah, it's great. And also, yeah. you know, wrestling has been blurring that line for, you know, 30 years. And now it, it will give a new layer to this and show that these yeah. people are humans and, and et cetera. It was a, 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 a nice moment, as sad as it was. Because uh, now the whole world will be praying for this guy. Yeah. Which is great. And if anyone could beat Leukemia's ass again, it's going to be Roman Reigns. Yeah. But I look forward to booing him again. Yeah. Very much and so. And I assume he's looking forward to being booed again. Absolutely. <laughs> I was texting with Jensen last night, and I was like, I shouldn't be focusing on how hot he looks right now. Yeah. <laughs> but there was something no, you, you even said. You were. You were very into vulnerable Roman yeah, Reigns. Yeah, it's like vulnerable Roman Reigns is very different. I'm mm. like, right? I felt awful for it. And I feel like I, I just healed by letting that out, <laughs> you guys. Absolutely. Um, hey, speaking of cancer, um, television super producer Ryan Murphy posted on Instagram a picture of his little boy Ford riding a horse and basically said... Things are going all right now. But two years ago, he was diagnosed with neuroblastoma. And he had a routine checkup. Boy's pediatrician discovered that he had an abdominal tumor the size of a tennis ball. Holy crap. Nobody knew any of this. It's just, it's unreal. So in gratitude to the hospital, Murphy confirmed that they're donating a wing in tribute to their son and a $10 million gift. So, quote, other children can experience the love and care of this exceptional facility. And, of course, that is uh, Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. So... Thank God. Thank God he's doing better. And how yeah, unbelievably like wonderful that you have that money to be able to give so other families can experience that same type of care. So yeah. very good stuff. Uh, 6 a.m., no cancer in any of my reports. <laughs> no, news can break. News can break. That's true. Uh, some birthdays for you. 
Weird Al Yankovic. Do you think that's where Bean is? He's somewhere celebrating Weird Al's birthday. Probably. Probably. Director Sam Raimi, Ryan Reynolds, Amelia Clark, LeVar Ball. I'm gonna I'm gonna cross that one off. <laughs> um, and my coworker, I'm in a band with him, uh, the bassist for Metallica, Robert Trujillo. Thank you. That's what's happening. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock. Uh, Jensen, we found out, has had a seven to eight year battle mm-hmm. with soup plantation. Yeah. The corporation, which seems, the restaurant. It seems so ridiculous. The tell building. Us, tell us what happened. The buffet line, uh-huh. everything, and I have had problems. Okay. And it's because of this. I lived in Los Angeles my entire life. I was born in the Valley. I, I always liked Soup Plantation. Mm-hmm. It's a great food spot. I like buffets. I like salad bars. Okay. I thought, you know, they have, they have, it seems fine. I like the idea that a woman walks around with cookies every once in a while and offers them to you. This is a great place. Good mac and cheese, good pizza. Mm-hmm. I don't see the problem. Right. Well, when I became the correct age to notice that their name is problematic, uh-huh. it stuck with me. Okay. Soup? That part? Nope. Oh. Soup is fine. I see. Uh-huh. Plantation. Okay. I don't understand. Oh, here we go. It's on. Race war! Race war's on, everybody! It's going down! It's going down! Race war! Come on! Race war! I I don't understand why they need to have the word plantation Mm -hmm. in their name when you're just a soup and salad spot. Right. And so I looked into it, and I found out... That that does seem odd. I've never thought about that It's just a weird decision. Yeah. And I found out that, that it's actually only soup plantation in Southern California, regionally here... It's called Soup Plantation. The, Everywhere the else, restaurants are only here? No, just Soup Plantations. But in other states, the same place owned by the same people is called Sweet Tomatoes. What? Now, So the, the only place that it's Soup Plantation is in Southern California? Correct. For the whole company? Yes. Huh. And to throw a bigger wrench in the system, their uh, Twitter account is called Soup Plantation. Why? The- Why? Because all of your restaurants are mostly called Sweet Tomatoes. So I started tweeting at them, asking them why this was a thing. Right. They started to ignore me. They started to ignore me. People started to catch on and wanted to jump in. And then I asked, this is back in 2012, and I said, out of nowhere, I just went, hey, Soup Plantation, thinking about opening a new restaurant and calling it Concentration Camp Deli. Is that a good idea? (laughs) Oh, no. That's the kind of thing that would get their attention. Yeah, and they just wrote back, no. They, they, but that was the first time they wrote back to you? Yes. Okay. Oh. And then from there, I stuck on them. Right. With tweets like, hey, guys, Django Unchained just came out. <laughs> Think you'll like it. You get a lot of promotion. And they wrote back, what do you mean? And I said, the word plantation comes up a lot in it. Think you'll like it. And they wrote, we'll look into it. And this was like years of back and forth. Whoa. And then do you a- think they have your picture up? Oh, by their official Twitter. Uh, it gets to this point. Okay. Uh, they they basically no one had ever interacted with Sue Plantation because who's a psychopath? Of course. And I just fully am engaged, and I I don't think I've ever gotten the answer. Mm-hmm. But I know that after a while to shut me up, they sent me six free dinners, and it worked. All right. Uh, but here's the thing: about Wait, you gave up after done? six free dinners. I mean, that's a notice to all listeners that uh, six free dinners. I will stop you can talking be about you. But this is actually kind of a weird thing that's going on. Because, as I said, this guy who opened the first soup plantation, he was a bartender in, uh, in San Diego. Like, it was a bad name, right? I mean, you can't just open a restaurant and be like, oh, it's called the blank plantation. Like, it has so much 
connotations and just understanding what that name represents. Like, what are you even selling? Like, oh, we have a it's a it's a it's a soup and salad spot. It's very long, and a lot of people work here. Like, that's all you could be saying. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's so weird that it's only soup plantation in Southern California. Yes. That makes no sense. Everywhere else, sweet tomatoes. So why wouldn't you make your Twitter account at Sweet Tomatoes? Right? Did they start right. it in Southern California? Uh, it Maybe? started in, uh, in San, Diego. San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Okay. Yeah. Huh. And, and, then, and then they started to expand through this company. Again, a company called Garden Fresh. Another better name for your salad place. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't understand. You have so many options. I, I'll, uh, sweet tomatoes, Garden Fresh. These are all ones that are involved in your company. But yet you hang on to this name, Soup Plantation. Only in Southern California. That's so weird. And also, like, it's really problematic. Am I wrong? I mean, it's I, not a great name. I'm not a fan of uh, people who complain too much about little tiny things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in this particular case, really, there's only thing one thing that comes to mind with plantation. Yeah, yeah. it's like, uh, and I, it's not good. Yeah, I'm opening a place. It's called the Armenian Genocide Hot Dogs. Like that's oh, basically. I don't, I don't want to. You shouldn't there. do yeah. that. Well, because yeah. it has a bad name. System of a Down's playing the open. <laughs> but uh, what I'm saying is, like, I imagine the intensity of of picking anything that has that kind of history and being like, oh, it's uh, we have great croutons. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is super weird. Well, where, where are we now with okay. soup plantation? So here's the thing. Have you used up your six free meals? Oh, hell yeah. So you're back on the, on the rampage? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. I think that we should tweet at soup plantation. Because one of their mm-hmm. defenses, I believe, and I've been told this through many people, is that they don't use two Ps. <laughs> what? Well, because soup plantation. So they only put one P there for the end of soup and the beginning of plantation? Well, then that would make it a soup plantation, right? Do you know what, do you guess what I'm saying here? What's a, what's a lantation? Right. Right. That's so that's question. their way of getting around it because huh. they don't have the word plantation in it. They yeah. just have mm. soup. And unless you guys sell soup. <laughs> oh, right. That ain't working, buddy. But we should we should tweet at them because they have 23 restaurants just in Florida. Like what? And, and they're all sweet tomatoes. So you can easily tweet at Soup Plantation. And what who what should we tweet? I think we should ask them, maybe for an explanation. Do you know what I mean? Like, why is your restaurant called Soup, Pan- Soup Plantation? Or why are you not changing it to Sweet Tomatoes? Like because it's clearly a dumb name. And if someone in Florida wanted to tweet at Sweet Tomatoes, they have to go to Soup Plantation. They then are like, "Oh wait, I better tweet Soup Plantation." None of this makes sense. It's, and also, this isn't their biggest problem because in 2007 they they were leaked to Equali in Orange County. But oh no, I think it's their second biggest problem. I agree. I agree. <laughs> you see that? You see that? You see how white people do? So everybody tweet at Soup Plantation. Yeah, they one just, P. They just they have up to ninety to hundred and four restaurants. Uh, that's what Garden Fresh has, and and they just got out of bankruptcy. They're like they're they're doing okay, okay guys. So this might be their third. Oh, thing. Okay, that's a good point. It might be their third biggest problem. But if we tweet at Soup Plantation, remember one P because they're not racist, right? Uh, at Soup Plantation, and just say maybe change your name. Let's make them all sweet tomatoes. Tell them I sent you, and I'll get right. six free dinners. <laughs> and that's the important part. That's all. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock. We welcome Matt Money Smith to the program. Good morning, Money. What's happening, Kev? Allie, Jensen, have not had a chance to say congratulations. That's fantastic. Oh, thank you. Before we start the segment, though, I'd like to ask you a super important question. Yes. Do you like Dodger dogs? 
I like I like grilled Dodger dogs with mustard and Ooh. for whatever reason rolling those onions out of that wheel. If, <laughs> if there's something about it, it just it makes me feel really good about myself in baseball as a whole. Well, thank you for the congratulations and welcome to the show. Then yeah, now, right, now you go. Go. we had Andrew Siciliano on and he started talking about how bad Dodger dogs were and we had to we screamed at him for a while and then we had to hang up yeah. on him eventually. Listen, here's the thing with Andrew, and I, and I, I love Andrew. or co so the NFL Network. He's, he's a Cleveland guy, so Cleveland's going to defend their, whatever they call it, their dog spread, or what, I don't know what they said, mustard, I the real don't grainy. don't want a dog and, spread, no, I'll tell either. you that. Yeah. Also, it's, got, uh, it's got like some weird name to it, so that's his thing, like, oh, ours are better, shut up, just yeah. shut up, uh, it's a hot dog, for God's sake, just eat it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Eat it with yeah. a ton of ketchup. He's dead yeah. to me, dead to me. ton of ketchup. Did he just say yeah? Like more ketchup than usual. No. Allie. Yeah. Don't you don't you dare try to sneak that in. Oh, <laughs> don't you dare try to sneak All that right. in. All right, Monday, let's <laughs> talk World Series. The Dodgers played the Brewers, and the whole thing was, oh, the Brewers don't have any great starters, but they have a great bullpen, and they can bring in 17 pitchers in a row, and the Dodgers have starters. What is the narrative for the World Series? Well, probably that on paper it looks so lopsided. I mean, you're talking about a 16 win difference between the you know the, the Red Sox and and the Dodgers. The Dodgers had to grind through their two rounds of the playoffs. They had to play a 163rd game just to win their division. Whereas the you know Red Sox made easy work of a 100 win Yankee team and a 103 win Astros team that they were supposed to struggle with, and and they just looked like a buzzsaw. So I, I think that's probably. Um, the number one narrative is, is this going to be a lopsided World Series and, and are the Red Sox just going to make easy work of a Dodger team that, you know, probably, sh- not probably, they should have won the World Series last year. You know, had Clayton Kershaw not blown a four-run lead in, in Game 5 and Kenley Jansen blown a save in Game 2, you know, they were the better team and they ended up losing because their pitching let them down. Did you see uh, Kershaw warming up at um, um, Fenway Park where he's never pitched before? Yeah, he, uh, you know, we do a lot of broadcast out at Dodger Stadium, so we get to see the Kershaw work regimen. And, it's, it's you know, look, the, the greats, this is kind of what we always talk about, right? Oh, Kobe's at shoot-around at noon when nobody else shows up until 3. You yeah. know, that's Kershaw. He's the first guy we see whenever we get to Dodger Stadium. And he's running sprints in the outfield. He's doing his weird fake, you know, pitch sequence in right. the bullpen. He, that's him. I so mean, that's he does that every game. He does it every single game. That's crazy. Um, so I think this was just an opportunity for the national media, specifically the East Coast media, to see it firsthand and be like, oh, wow, this guy's this guy's legitimately crazy. Here's no wonder a, he's so good. Here's a question, though, that I've always had, and that is why is Kobe there before everyone else when everyone else should realize I don't shoot as good as Kobe, so everyone else should be there early? Same with I, Kershaw. Know, like, yeah, like I, I almost wonder how much of it, is for show is to forward that narrative not to use that stupid word again to forward that narrative oh you know these guys these these are the real warriors you know look at how early they're there and it's like you really you know i mean i think we've all if we just apply it to our regular day lives we all work with the guy or gal that shows up two hours early and stays one hour late and has always made an example of you know old uh, old alley there she's not supposed to be here till five Thank but you. boy does she show up at three and she stays until 11 that is something so i don't know I yeah you're welcome i figured i'd give that to you <laughs> Uh, I, th- I think there is probably some of that, and some of it's also routine. Maybe that's just what they've always done, and that's what they're comfortable with. Um, 
But, you know, there's guys that, that roll out of bed, and like Manny Machado, to take an example. I'm not saying he's lazy or anything, but that's just a dude who is blessed with genetic gifts, and he can swing a bat faster and harder than almost everybody else in baseball, and he gets by on that. And yeah. he doesn't have to warm up early or anything no. else like that. No, I like my baseball yeah. players like John Cruck. I like them where they just <laughs> ate chili and smoked a cigarette, and now they're ready for first base. <laughs> it's exactly right, Jensen. Those are my guys. Hey, just give me a wad of chaw, a cigarette, a can of beer when no one's looking, yeah. and I'm going to go out and hit 30 home runs. Yeah, it's Rob Deere time, baby. <laughs> Did you guys know, go. and I'm sure that Matt Money Smith knows this, but it's the first time that both managers of the teams have played on both teams in the World Series. Did not know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cora yeah. and Roberts. Roberts. Yeah. Of course, they uh, a hero back in 2004. You don't have to tell and, me. Uh, stole that base and changed the course of history for the Red Sox. <laughs> I got to tell him that, and I'm not going to lie. I had a total boner. <laughs> yeah. All right, so on thanks paper. For, uh, thanks for finishing my sentence, Allie, and oh. spinning it at the Red Sox. Thanks a lot. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's <laughs> beloved. He's beloved in yeah. Boston. So, you know what? But you know what? Hold on a second. I'm going to stop you. Right. Yeah. Because here's, here's the thing about Boston, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. What was it? 86 years? I think 86 years. And all we heard when they won that World Series was, now I can die. Manny's never going to have to buy a drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry Francona. I'm going to name my kid Terry. Wow. Oh, no, that's not the way it worked. They turned mm-hmm. into complete a-holes the second they won the World <laughs> oh, Series. Yeah, and Manny got run out of town, and he's a bad guy, and F you Francona. And nobody gets drinks bought for them from that team anymore. And they're pissed off when they don't win 100 games. It's like, wait a minute. I thought this was supposed to be a fan base we could appreciate because well, they struggled for so long. Uh, the, and now the same... they're the most intolerable group of fans on the uh, planet. Until the Cubs won. And then they exactly took over. Right. That's exactly right. It happened to the Wrigley fans as well. They're the worst. All right, so Money, we're running out of <laughs> so angry. We're, we're running out of time. Uh, I would like to say so you so you said on paper Red Sox are very much favored. What do the Dodgers Just have to do? Of the numbers, yeah. What do the Dodgers have to do to turn that around? I think you have to have, you know, Clayton Kershaw pitch like he does in the regular season. You know, he's gotta be that dominant best pitcher of his generation slash era. Um, like he was uh, against the Braves in the one start and like he was against the Brewers in the, the game five start, you know, not the game two start. Right. So I think that's that's probably the key is you get the two wins from Kershaw and then, you you know, you try to get your, your one from Ryu and you get your or, or Rich Hill or Walker Bueller and you get your one bullpen win. But I think if Kershaw can win both of his starts, that's going to be the key because you get game one. And you set the tone, and now that team is on their heels. And then you get the game five win at Dodger Stadium to hopefully go up three, two, and, and then you have two shots at it, knowing you kind of got Kershaw left waiting come game seven. So I, I do think, you know, it's unfair to him, um, but he's earned that, right? He's been the best pitcher in the regular season. He's won an MVP, three Cy Youngs, and his postseason ERA is double that of his regular season. So I think if he writes that, then the Dodgers should be okay. I think people are overestimating Red Sox pitching. I'll say it. Well, oh. I mean, Chris Dale, if he's healthy, if he's, he's, he's healthy. the best pitcher in baseball. That's, that's so. a, a big thing. And then David Price, oh, yeah, thanks for having one good game. Appreciate that. Kimbrell comes in. What the heck are you doing out there almost losing every game? He's, he's got that hand because I'm in football season now. Mm-hmm. When when guys 
really get hit hard, you know, and they get knocked out, they go prone and like their arm sticks up and it gets locked and it's like, dude, that doesn't look good. I don't, why does Kimbrell do that before I hate he pitches? It. It's, it's like, like a weird, got... like pterodactyl yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't like it's it. Odd. All right. So yeah. game one is tonight. Game one, uh, game two is tomorrow night. And then three, four and five are Friday, Saturday and Sunday back here in Los Angeles. Thank you, Matt Money Smith. We appreciate Anytime. it. Matt, of course, is part it. of the Petros and Money Show weekdays, two to six on AM 570 Sports. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. You bet. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's time for Jensen Found It on YouTube. I found this. On YouTube, do, 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 do. On YouTube, do, 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 do. On YouTube, do, 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 do. On YouTube. This bit only stays alive because Omar just absolutely killed our theme song. <laughs> so good. Uh, listen, you guys know that Bean uh, recently picked up the ukulele. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you gotta wonder... He's admitted he hasn't spent a whole lot of time with it. Yeah. What's he sound like if he just picks it up and tries to play, you know, Stairway to Heaven with it? Uh, bad. You think? Yes. Okay. Because it would take a real genius or someone along those lines just pick up an instrument and absolutely nail it. Right. right sure. Yeah. That well, doesn't happen. It's a whole 10,000 hour thing. That's a good point. And you would think that. And you're right. Because listen, I went through YouTube and I found something that I love. Okay. It's called Flute Fails. Flute fails. <laughs> That's right. So here's what happens. People who've never played the flute or the recorder, it's what's also called, mm-hmm. those people pick up one and then play yeah. a solo in a song and try their hardest. And I cried laughing. And a lot of times they really mean it. Like they feel like they're nailing it, right? Well, I, I, I don't know you don't about, know about that. that. But okay. I will say, let's listen to the first one. This is one of my favorites uh, in the Flute Fail series. This is the 20th Century Fox opening that you uh, see before <laughs> movies. Okay, here we go. Oh. What? That, let's do that one. Wrong That's one. My, heart fine. That's on. fine. my heart will go on. My heart will go on, Celine Dion. <laughs> let's go. It. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, though. Is it not bad? Yeah, yeah. Sort of painful. It's very good. Let's let's try the next one. This okay. is this is my favorite, I think, actually. Uh, so these people just pick it up, or these people think they can play? No, no, they just pick it up. Just pick it up. No, okay. they just one day said to themselves, "I think I could try this," and okay. now they put up hundreds. And when I mean hundreds, there are hundreds of flute fail videos online of people just trying their hardest. Here's another. make one of these aren't oh, we yes. we have to do one because as it goes on and on these just become funnier and funnier uh, here's another one for you that... <laughs> oh, that hurts uh, are those 
two people playing? That's two people, yeah. That's, no, that's great. That's two people hanging out, uh, <laughs> working with the YouTube. You want to come over with your flute? Yes, I'll be right there. Uh, I don't know who these people are, but I know they're geniuses. <laughs> and I think that if we meet them, uh, we'd probably be let down because in my mind, they're just, they're like Pulitzer Prize winners. For sure. <laughs> uh, this next one should be Star Wars. Let's see. I, I may have... Oh, Careless Whisper. Careless nope. Whisper. This, let's do this one. Okay. This is Careless Whisper. Uh, this is my favorite solo ever uh-huh. in any song. Yeah. And it gets only better with the flute fail. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, almost. Also, imagine the person... Imagine the person's face, like just, just killing it, just like I'm nailing it. Yeah, I'm nailing it. Oh, uh, man, oh man! I have I have two more that I I, I really enjoy. All right, okay, go for it. No, <laughs> solo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. Trying the hardest though. Is that person listening to the same it song? Can't be. No, it's, it's while oh. they're doing it. Not at all. I, I don't wow. understand what the other song is. I, I I here's the thing about flu fails. I I think they show an optimism mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a pride yeah. in being bad at something, mm-hmm. and for that. I found it on YouTube. <laughs> I found this on YouTube. Do 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 do. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. So Mega Millions is up to one point six. One point six billion. Billion with a B. Yeah. How do you guys uh, buy tickets? You do. Uh, you pick numbers? No, I do quick pick. Just quick pick? Yeah. That's do, we what know, I do. do we know any statistics about quick pick versus actual numbers, like the winners? I don't think we do yet. Uh, we should know that. But I, I feel think like... what we're going to try and do as the Kevin and Bean show is come up with the Kevin and Bean numbers. The official. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because we've realized that, that in, in Los Angeles and California, it has a ton of winners recently. Right. And it doesn't technically make it more likely, but it, it does that we have the winner here. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't. Well, it does. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for me, it does. I'm saying mathematically, no, but we all know it does. But okay. if we each give a number and a little explanation why, and everybody uses these numbers, then it wins, they all have to split it. It's $1.6 billion. I hear what you're saying, but... But also imagine all the camaraderie between us. Like yeah. the winners and us, we all get to celebrate. It's, it's like a giant office pool. Yeah. If everybody that's listening puts money and gets a lottery ticket on this number, okay, mm-hmm. come right. on now. Okay. And right. also, like all, all our, right. like everyone who wins, we can all meet once a year, and then our kids can be friends. <laughs> all right, slow down. And then they'll pick First numbers. First off, Jensen, my ovaries are dust, oh, okay. and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> well, our kids will be friends without your. Friends. All right, I'm gonna okay. start with my number. My number is three. Okay, why okay. is that three? Uh, it was my football number. It was my high school number, uh, basketball number in high school, both. Okay. I All don't right. know why I picked it originally, but number three. Interesting. I do like the idea that you pick something that you didn't go professional in, just like, mm-hmm. oh, I used it uh, amateur, you know, yeah. but now it's my number one number. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the only number I have. What am I going to use here? Three is good. Oh, I could use one, or six, seven. Shoot, I didn't think about that. Oh, that's too many. That's too All many. right. So three for me. Okay. Right. Okay. Jensen. Uh, well, I'm going with the number 29. 29? And, and that's because 
uh, one of my favorite songs by the band Smash Mouth. Uh, it's called <laughs> It's called All Star. Mm-hmm. Don't know if you've heard it, but it sure. went it went number one on July thirty first, nineteen ninety nine. So I did seven plus three plus one plus oh, nine plus nine. I kept out a nine wow. because I feel like you know it was seven thirty one ninety nine, right? Uh, that's twenty nine total. Okay, and so that's what I went with. All right, and it seems like it has less importance to yeah. you than. Oh, although no. I don't know your love of Listen, song. We can't all have basketball numbers. Okay. Mine was a basketball number, too. Yeah, Allie, yours was? I was sent to school as a child in Los Angeles in a Larry Bird jersey. Oh, number 33. that's BS. Because my father was like, you got to get thick skin out there, Sully. He called me Sully, which was weird. <laughs> but then but when yeah, you landed that plane. When I landed that plane in the Hudson, we were like, off. she's a hero. But then it's also Kareem and Shaq and Patrick Ewing. And then Jose in the Canseco. 90s, Jose Canseco, then in the 90s, it was Marty McSorley's number for the Kings. So I was like, all right, 33 rules. All right, so, so we have, 33, we have, always my number. We have three, we have 29, and we have 33. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, Dave, the King of Mexico. All right, I'm going to go with the nice number 15. Okay. 15. Why is it 15. nice? 15. Because if you add one and five, that's six. And six is a nice round number, kind of like me. I'm round. And 15 is uh, the number of my favorite basketball player ever, Vince Carter. Oh, that's fair. Because I was going to say, why not just pick six? Yeah. (laughs) That was odd. Your first half of that explanation fell apart. But But we were (laughs) with you on the second. Yeah. All right, Christine. Um, I'm going to go with the ace, 22, four. Clayton Kershaw. Okay, I like nice. it. Mm. From my boy. Look That's at pretty you. Good. Pretty good. Okay. We're, we're very low on the scale. All right, yeah. so I know. It's a lot of low numbers, We have huh? three. We have 29. We have 15. We have 22. And we have 33. Yeah. And Chip? Uh, his number was just retired on Sunday. Paul Korea, number nine. Nice. Okay. So we are standing by the idea that number nine is the bonus, correct? Um, when it hits, it's going to be the bonus. Does it, ha- does it matter? I don't think it, it matters. I don't think it matters the order, As long right? as no, you have all six, it doesn't matter, Yeah, right? but we're proving how good we are at this. Oh, 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 Okay. Putting my paper down, putting my pen down. Oh, you mean business. Oh. These are the winning numbers. Okay. okay. And anyone who does who listens to K-Rock, mm-hmm. right. Kevin and Bean in the morning, and doesn't buy these tickets, mm-hmm. tomorrow they will be out of luck. It's they will lose a billion. What is it? A billion? billion? Can you say 1.6 billion? 1. 6? 6. You will have lost that money and you will have heard us pick these numbers. It's like the only person in the office that didn't want to go in the office pool. Don't right. be and that person. And everybody else is celebrating and having fun and you're still at work. But here's the thing. If you have any sort of obsessive compulsive disorder, like mm-hmm. I do, you've now heard us say these are the winning numbers. Right. It's a it's $2? Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, go buy these numbers. 3, 29, 15, 22... 33 and 9. And when, when when you tune in tomorrow morning and none of us are here, mm-hmm. <laughs> we will meet up. Well, where out, are we going to meet? I, we got it. Uh, in my yeah. opinion, we should do it. Soup, pel- soup plantation? We should do it at the soup plantation. <laughs> in Brentwood. Hey, you know what we can do? We can buy it. We can buy the whole chain. And I'm making them sweet tomatoes. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Guys, I already feel like we won the lottery, you know? Well, I already feel like I, we I did it. I don't think you should because look who's here. Oh, how dare I'm sitting right here. I, I know. Like, I feel like we lost a lot. You guys. We bring in beer mug now? Yeah. You should, you should 
Should we reconsider? Yeah, no, everything's fine. Okay, we're all good? Yeah. And when I win the lottery, I'll see who gets a million dollars from me. You know, from my stash, well, none well of you. Said. Well said. Okay. <laughs> uh, Muggs plays in the L.A. softball league. Yeah, baby, I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently one game he was spitting on the field and mm-hmm. another player's wife objected and yep. things got heated. Yep. And Muggs was ready to throw down. Yeah. I was yeah. ready to go to pound town, you know what I'm saying? And not in a good way. <laughs> the other pound town. <laughs> The pound town nearby. Yeah. It's like Springfield has many different cities. Uh-huh. His pound town different. So you yeah. got it. You got ejected. Yep. Got it. Got kicked out and suspended from the league. Yes. You had to I have got, a hearing. I had an initial suspension. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't play for about three weeks, mm-hmm. and I was waiting to hear back from the manager of our team mm-hmm. uh, when they when they were going to see me to have a reinstatement hearing. Okay. Oh my gosh. So I finally went down to the L.A. Parks and Rec building, mm-hmm. and I had that reinstatement hearing mm-hmm. in front of a tribunal. Sure. Three <laughs> what, guys. A tribunal. Yeah. There oh, were yeah. three people There's that three need to make this yes, decision. Absolutely. And who were these people? I think they were, one of them was like the senior sports director. The other guy was like right below him. And then and Brett third, Kavanaugh. The third, <laughs> the third guy was just like a figurehead to break up break up the tie break if there was the one. Yeah. And did they also meet with the with the woman who was mad at your spitting? No. Okay. Ah, what? No. Nope. Yep. Didn't meet with her or the husband who stepped off the field out of the game, got in my face. This is important. Uh, Muggs believes he did nothing wrong. I did yeah. nothing wrong. Okay. So All he's right. been suspended for how long? Well, I got, I finally... Uh, this this hearing was about uh, two weeks ago. I finally got an email okay. from the L.A. Parks and Rec board mm-hmm. with their decision on the case. And now the decision of the case of Beer Mug versus the L.A. Parks and Rec Tribunal. I love that there's three people making this decision. I really do. Yeah. But did, you didn't have to even go in to meet with them or anything. Oh, yeah, sure. And mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Like, what was that like? Yeah, so I got down there. Uh, I was supposed to meet at 1 o'clock on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Sat in the waiting room for about a half an hour. Oh, power move, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I, one of the guys came out and said, oh, we'll be right with you. We're just waiting for two more people. What if you had an actual job or you were yeah. 9 to 5? Exactly. Not how as important go, as How do you go there at 1 o'clock? Oh, you take a day off. Yeah, you take a day off. Okay. Not respecting my time when I go down there. Sure. Didn't appreciate that. So so I finally get into the room and they hear my case. And mm-hmm. then I was like, when are they going to? I haven't heard anything back. But finally, they okay. made the decision. Hold on. So there's three of them and they didn't even rule then? No. No. They'll say, we'll get back to you. But uh, whatever we come up with, you're going to have to respect our decision. Oh, and questions were asked? Final. Questions were asked. It was, it was like a... Uh, it was like, like a trial? It was like a trial. It was like a... a what, do, what do you call it? Like a, Not a trial, but like a deposition. It was almost like a deposition. Oh, oh yeah. You, yeah. Okay. So you were under oath? No, I didn't swear in, I but see. it was I was that close. They bring out a second base. <laughs> swear on the second base. <laughs> Wait, so were they were did they, what questions? Any questions asked you? What happened? Uh, what did you do when uh, her husband stepped off the field? Did you feel threatened? Uh, they had a written report from the umpire who said I was saying MF or you, MF this, mm-hmm. MF that. I and believe it. Did you? Maybe a couple times. I believe the umpire. Mm-hmm. Okay. Every couple times, no. the ump is a. But he said, but he said I was threatening direct people, which that wasn't true. It was I, just an overall threat. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No one in particular. I didn't just, point anybody. Yeah. I didn't call Everyone. anybody out specifically. Listen, right. A bomb kills many people. Right. Not right. just one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, and then, how did you feel leaving? Optimistic. Uh, yeah, I felt, you know, I told him the truth. Mm-hmm. Did and they, yeah, did they seem like they were against you or what did it seem the, like it was balanced? Two of the guys 
seemed like they were with me. Okay. They wanted to hear me out. They were kind of like surprised on some of the details of the story. Let right? me guess on the third. Is the third a female judge? No. Oh, no, okay. they were all men. has <laughs> okay. nothing to do with gender here. All right. But uh, the third guy, he was like, he was the the real stickler. You know what I mean? Right. So I think he's the guy. Who, he's the guy what? That laid the hammer down. Should I read the? Somebody laid the hammer down? Yeah. No. Should, I, should I read the email? Please yes. do. All right, here we go. Oh, man. Jonathan Cantro's case was heard by the Municipal Sports Section Board. The board agreed that Mr. Cantro will be placed on suspension until December 1st, 2018. All right! Yes! Big win. While under suspension, Mr. Cantro is not allowed to be at the field when his team is playing. You can't even be... In the park. In That's the a stands. big suspension. Wow. Beginning December 2nd. Stop putting your finger up like this is the most important thing in the world and we yeah. need to shut up. And why up. did you make a scroll, you weirdo? You just read it, it off weird. your phone. Yeah. Beginning December 2nd, 2018, and for a period of one year, Mr. Ah! Cantro will be eligible to play in municipal sports programs what? under probation. <gasps> You're on probation for a year. And this is the final sentence. Probation will be lifted on December 2nd, 2019, if no transgressions occur involving Mr. Cantro during this period. You have a serious suspension oh from an adult God. rec league. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so December 2nd, you can go back. I can go back. Uh-huh. But you're on probation. But now, what does that mean? That means the next time something can't happens. A, yeah, I can't get a complaint. I, I, I don't think I can even argue like and with the ump. I don't agree. I, I mean, how, many, how how frequently did you argue with the ump? Never. Okay. I was just an guy adult softball. Yeah, dude. I was. Gotta, take it easy. I, I didn't. I didn't argue with the ump. I didn't try to get into it with any other team members. I didn't do anything. But you're gonna have to remember that you're on probation for a year. Now, show of hands, who thinks Muggs is gonna remember he's on probation for a year? No, uh, no. Not, not a person. No. Their hand. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. So that's that. So I don't think I'm gonna go back. To be honest. Oh. Yeah. I think it was. A, I, think it, I think like, like they they almost kind of wanted me when I was in there, Jensen, and answer your question. It's almost as if they wanted me to beg for their forgiveness. Like, I need this, guys. Uh, I really, yeah. really need your league to play softball in. Right. Oh, look at you! I like to think that other city softball leagues now have your photo at the registration <laughs> desk. Right? Do not allow him in. <laughs> oh, Forever. That, that was the decision in the case of Beer Mug versus. I mean, versus the L.A. Parks and Rec Tribunal. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Allie McKay is here. What's happening? Wonder Woman, 1984. It's been pushed back seven months. Yeah, so but it's, it's been trying to come out since 1984. Well, so. no, that's just the, the title I mean, of this decades. one. that's decades. Yeah, A lot the, of pushback it's in front the, of it. The title. Oh. Yeah. It's pushed to June 5th, 2020. Warner Brothers Pictures announced this 2020. yesterday. 2020. Cars are going to fly by then. <laughs> do you think? Yeah, movies are just going to be shot into my eyes. I don't even have to go to a <laughs> well, theater or anything. I don't know if all that's true. You guys uh, have any idea how much Wonder Woman grossed in 2017? I don't, but it was a great movie. Yeah. Um, $800 billion. Well, $821 million worldwide. Whoa. That was... Incredibly impressive. Yeah, wow. sounds like wow. someone should pick lotto numbers. <laughs> That's what the I'm saying. The official lotto numbers are yes. 329, 33, 15, 22, 9. We're going to win it, you guys. We're going to win it. Mm-hmm. So, you guys, Wonder Woman 1984. Circle your calendar June 5th. 
1984. 2020. Oh. Oh, I'm busy. Shoot. <laughs> no, you are not. <laughs> you guys see the uh, the end of the Lakers game last yep. night? Yep. I mean, yep. the free throws? Listen to Dave in there. Shut oh, up, shut up, Clipper boy. Yep. Yeah, so he missed, uh, LeBron missed a couple of free throws that could have won the game in overtime, yeah. right? Yep. I was wondering uh, when I woke up why Kobe was trending. Yeah. It was just people saying, Kobe would have made those. Yeah. Uh, so would LeBron 99% of the well, time. Well, that's yeah. not actually true. Is he Weird, not that good? Well, weirdly, LeBron James misses a lot of high-pressure free throws. Is that's, that right? Yeah. Oh. He's the, I argue, he's. I think he's the greatest player of all time. And I I think he doesn't have, it might be true that he doesn't have sort of that MJ Kobe uh, last second free throw thing. Wow. Uh, but he has it for shots. Get, yeah, for shots. Yeah. For flow of the game. Free he's throws. Fine. Huh. So yeah. just foul him at the end of the game is what we're saying. People have done it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm bringing up LeBron because it seems to be that uh, he's going to be behind the latest horror classic reboot, Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. This is the latest project for LeBron James's Spring Hill Entertainment. They will work in partnership with Vertigo Entertainment, which brought back Stephen King's It. So uh, they're pretty experienced yeah. with uh, killing it with some reboots. So mm-hmm. we've had It, we've had Halloween, and now Friday the 13th. And Child's Play before that. Yes, yeah. I support all of this, you guys. You're all going to die tonight. Oh. I don't, I don't know. Seems- if- I think that's true. Related? We go that yeah, I think far. That's true. Make sure you buy those lottery tickets with <laughs> before. the numbers before. Yeah. Okay. It's really important. Mm-hmm. Kevin, I I don't know how to break this to you. Okay. It's going to crush down? you. It's it's going to crush you. Okay. Because I know how much you love all things royal. And <laughs> I've got some bad news. Yeah. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are bowing out of their scheduled U.S. trip. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I just, I wanted you to hear it from me. What do I do with all these signs? Just let it out. Hmm. Yeah. They were set to visit in the spring of 2019, but... In light of her due date, which is sometime in the spring, they want to remain homebound like a couple of suckers, right? (laughs) But when they do come, guess what? Royal Baby will come with them. So that's even better news, Kevin. I was looking to hang out with them late night, so... Were you? So that's not, this isn't it, yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are going to ruin it. Sorry about that. Well, they probably guys. have a team of people to take care of the kids so that um, they can go out late at night. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Sure. They won the lotto, I guess. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit, a little bit. Hey, guys, remember avocado hand? Yes. A lot of people were slicing and dicing their hands because avocados are like the thing. Everyone loves avocados now more than ever. Well, it appears that there's such a thing as a pumpkin hand. Yeah. See if I can figure out what this is. Pumpkin hand. Yeah, no, I got nothing. No, you got nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing: everybody is now gearing up to carve their pumpkin. Maybe they did it last weekend. A lot of people will do it this weekend. Mm-hmm. But pumpkin carving incidents accounted for nearly 3,200 trips to emergency departments, doctors' offices, and clinics. Yeah, yeah. So they're just warning people. Here's my favorite quote. Pumpkin carving is a fun activity, but it can result in serious cuts on the hand and injuries to bones and tendons. 
consider having children decorate pre-carved pumpkins with stickers oh, and no, paint no, to avoid no. using sharp Boo. objects. Hey, how about just being careful? How about not being a snowflake? Right? You losers. Give your kid hey, a knife. Hey, when I was a kid, we used to cut the pumpkin up with our teeth. Right? <laughs> and that's how we got the that's how we got the seeds out. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. My dad gave me a chainsaw and I liked it. Oh, uh, God. We're giving kids stickers and paint. Oh, when for I was a kid, we would take the blood from our hands, uh-huh. pour it on the pumpkin. Oh, blood pumpkin. Yeah, blood pumpkin. Blood Pumpkin, definitely my favorite Peanuts movie, for sure. <laughs> Blood Pumpkin. It's a really good one. <laughs> it's a good band name, too. Yeah. Good They're playing stuff. the uh, monster stage at, at a weenie roast. Are they? Yeah. Blood Pumpkin. <laughs> we have a monster stage? Yeah, I just made that up. I don't know. I, I don't wondering think when so. that happens. I, I don't know. Something we just go good. with Troob. Someone tell us. It's them. easier yeah. to say. Yeah, just say they're playing the Troob. <laughs> All right. Yeah, true. it's Fair definitely enough. easier. It's a lot more simple. You guys, Guillermo del Toro. Yes. Amazing, right? Love Everything him. he does Love turns him. to gold. Agreed. Of course, he won the Best Picture Oscar and Best Director for uh, uh, last year's movie. Yeah, The yeah. Shape of Water. What did I say? Boning Nemo? Mm-hmm. What did I say? What? What did I say? How's said? everyone? Um, but he has finally settled on his next movie. He will write, direct, and produce a new adaptation of Pinocchio, setting up his long in the works project at Netflix. The story will be told as a stop-motion musical and set during the rise of fascism in Italy under Mussolini. What? That what is happening? Like, Super chill. Is this Mad Libs? Yeah. It's a real chill Pinocchio. What? <laughs> it makes no sense. It makes perfect sense. Oh, my God. <laughs> set during the Holocaust. Uh, <laughs> Pinocchio, the young boy, isn't real, and they find him, and they put him in a camp. What is this? It's crazy. It sounds amazing, and I'm so in. Just let it let it happen, you guys. It's a period piece, uh, stop motion, Mm -hmm. Guillermo del Toro film about Pinocchio. Uh, Musical, stop motion musical set during the rise of fascism in Italy under Mussolini. Yes, I'm in. Give it to me now is what I'm saying. Oof, some good stuff. Why don't you mark that, Chip? <laughs> um, some birthdays for you. Weird Al Yankovic, Sam Raimi, Robert Trujillo, Ryan Reynolds, Amelia Clark, and Michelle Beadle. And that's what's happening. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. All right, listen, people mm-hmm. with pets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Halloween costumes with pets. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Stop it. Pets are getting roped into Halloween madness whether they like it or not. I would like to say that they don't like it. And so, I, sometimes they do. Oh, I've I mean, never seen any of them strutting down the street. Oh, I've seen some Ewoks <laughs> that you're like, that pug loves it. But do they know? No, they don't. Yeah, they love it because they love Star Wars. They don't know. Mm-hmm. Because when my kids were younger, they would always buy costumes for our pet. Mm-hmm. And I would take the costume off and hide it. Mm-hmm. And they would say, where is it? And I would say, I don't even know what you're talking about. Right. And I would never tell them. And then eventually they uh, <laughs> unbury it from the backyard to notice hundreds of Halloween costumes. They got so mad, but the dog doesn't like it. 
and listen, here's the argument. This is always the argument. But look how cute. Right. They are so cute. Right. (laughs) So what I'm saying is, it's not that they're not cute. You're Uh right. The pictures are cute. Right. Because animals are cute. Let me see one. (laughs) Oh, my God. Is she dressed as a baseball player? Right. Right during the World Series. (laughs) And we're saying the dog. Come on, people. Your pets don't like that. You're really anti-pets looking adorable. No, pets look adorable. That's uh-huh. not the point. Oh, sorry. All pets that are mm-hmm. dressed up look adorable. I'll but give you that. Can okay. I tell you what I saw? Yeah. Okay. It was like a pug. And he had like a little mustache and a suit on. And I asked what he was. And his owner said, Groucho Barks. <laughs> it was so cute. You rethinking this, Kevin? No, because <laughs> Jensen is giving the res- the exact response that we'll get on Twitter, which last right. time we brought this up. Yeah, people were mad people at were you. furious. We got a bunch of people that would tweet and say, not just mad at me, but mm-hmm. people that would tweet and say, you're right. Pets don't like it. But... Look how look cute. Look how cute this one is. It's difficult. to. It's, it is one of those things like say it to my face and then you're like, I don't want to say it to their face. It's similar in a sense that I can make fun of the fact that we spend $480 million treating their co- uh, pets to costumes. Let's slow down on that a minute. Uh, 30 million people spend $480 million on pet costumes for Halloween. That's unbelievable. I mean, come That's on. Yeah. Nuts. Uh, also, it's nowhere near the lot of numbers uh, that we're going to win. <laughs> but I will also just remark that when you see the pet, I dare you to say it because it's hard to do. Say what? That this is stupid. Do you know what I mean? Like the pets I did are- it successfully for many years. <laughs> I don't know. Then you hate your pets. No, no. I thought it, that my pet was very cute in the costume, mm-hmm. but the pet doesn't like it. Right. And I care about my pet. Oh, Got it. Right? Got it. And well, I think it, the numbers are even more so now because of things like Instagram and social media. Yeah, People of want to post a picture and have everybody go, oh, cutest dog ever. I brought this up um, last week and I still don't know why I feel this way, but I think if you have a smaller dog, like a Pomeranian, maybe a Malty Poo, something like that. <laughs> That's what I have. Adorable. In a costume. You put a golden retriever or a pit bull or a Rottweiler in one, you can go straight to hell. Is that weird? Yes, that's incredibly weird. Yeah. Because it's either yes or no. I tell you what I saw. <laughs> what? It's so crazy. It was a pit bull. Uh-huh. A, a puppy one. Oh, see? A little one with the big hands. Yeah. And he was wearing a, like a blue suit. Uh-huh. And I didn't know why. Okay. <laughs> and I said... What is he dressed as? Yeah. And the woman, she looked at me and she said, Pitbull. The singer. It was so cute. Oh, gosh. Worldwide. All right. So I know that we have a lot of listeners who dress up their pets for Halloween. Yeah. I'd like to open up the phones. 1-800-520-1067. Pro or against. Okay. Either way. You dress your pets up for Halloween, you're perfectly fine with it. Here's why you should be able to. Mm-hmm. Or you agree with me that you love your pet. 
Yeah. <laughs> Those are the two options. And I think that these are a lot of arguments in families because Bean hates that Donna dresses up their dogs. Uh, he didn't take the step that I did, which was to take it back off, though, yeah. and crush my kids' dreams. Yeah, that's <laughs> and tell them I don't know where it went. <laughs> <laughs> and then lie to their faces about where it went. So 1-800-520-1067. You think it's fine? You think it's horrible? Call now. We'll talk to you next. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Let's take one call. Let's make it Katie. Uh, you think it's great for people to dress their pets for Halloween, or it's terrible? No, it's terrible. Terrible. It's quite disturbing. What does your mom do? My mom's an attorney, but she retired, and now she dresses up our dog every year in like costumes for a calendar. Oh. So wait, you said costumes for a calendar, 12 different ones? Yeah, 12 different ones, and everyone really likes it, but I think it's quite, like, awful. <laughs> Can you give me an example of, like, what March would be? Um, I think she did, she dressed up the dog as the Pope. Oh. And she called it the poop? So good. The Pope. <laughs> John Paul, the turd. Oh, we're talking about dressing up your pets for Halloween. They don't like it. Most of the time when you put the costume on, they just lay down and give up. And they don't want to move until you take it back off. Yeah, we have uh, have one uh, text from the 310. I'm not one to dress up my dog in a costume, but my friends made her into a pilot. And then there's a picture of him in a pilot suit. See, that's how they all start. I'm not one to dress them up, but check this out. It's so cute. Right. Well worth Stop it. it. All right. Let's go to Vonda in San Gabriel. Good morning, Vonda. Hi. Good morning. So where are you on the whole dressing up the pets for Halloween thing? I'm for it. For it. Okay. <laughs> yes. Why? I treat my little doggy as a baby, as a human. and um, Can I just know, stop I... you right there and, and point out that? Your dog isn't a human, even though you treat your Okay, okay, good. Continue. <laughs> yeah, my kids are all grown, and I love trick-or-treating, and I will dress my doggy up as, you know, in a costume and take them trick-or-treating. Um, You're using your dog as cover for you because you shouldn't be trick-or-treating because you've aged out? Uh... <laughs> It might be best if you just let it go, okay? Is that is that what you're saying? Is that you you dress your pet up so that you can take your pet so you have a reason to go trick-or-treating? Pretty much. Oh, my God. Vonda, that is a level of crazy I wasn't wow. ready for, Vonda, and I when, respect it. When they hand out candy, do they ever go, where's your kid, or do they question it? No, they see my dog in yeah. the costume, and they go, oh, how cute. And Why is your kid so hairy? <laughs> yeah, the irony, the irony of it is that if your dog ate that much chocolate, your dog right? would die. Yeah, but true. she's not feeding it to her dog; no. she's keeping it for herself. Do you ever pretend true. that your dog is a kid with like a weird thyroid problem? <laughs> yeah. Or Armenian? Oh no, I haven't thought of that. But he's tiny enough that I could put him in baby clothes, like onesies and stuff. So oh, Fonda. <laughs> Vonda, Vonda, honestly, you're you're crazy, and I love you so much. There's a lot of problems here, including when is it? When are you too old to go trick or treating? When you said the kids are no longer in the house, is that because they took them away? (laughs) (laughs) Vonda, have you ever thought about putting your dog like in a papoose? Yes, of course she has. 
Of course she has. Has any house ever not given you candy because you're too old to trick or treat? And the dog nope. doesn't do it. No, no one? never. Nope. They wow. did. They... <laughs> not one person. Unbelievable. You're a special brand of crazy, oh, Vonda. I love it. Yeah. I know, I know. Keep your eyes open for Vonda in your neighborhood walking around with a dog. <laughs> I love her. Thank you for the call, Vonda. Holy crap. All right. Guys, Let's... Vonda. So she can trick or treat. She's my favorite. <gasps> Mike Good and Los Feliz, Good morning. Los Feliz. Good morning. Los, what is it? Los Feliz. Los Feliz, sorry. <laughs> No, it's Los Feliz. I'm sorry, everyone in the world pronounces it wrong. Thank but you, Mike. Not in L.A. In L.A., it's Los Feliz. Kevin is one with the Hispanic community. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. All right, that's on me. Feliz Navidad. Not Feliz. All right, that's me. That's on me. But tell me about your pets in Halloween. Um, no, you do not dress up your pets. It's a kid's holiday. I'm sorry. Kids get the candy, not the pets. What and if you dress up your pet so that you can go trick-or-treating and get candy as an adult? I know. We're talking that's just plain old dumb. It's for the kids. I've got kids. Kevin, you've got kids. Yep. You know, it's for them. It's not for the parents or Agreed. for the animals. Although I got to say, Vonda was all kinds of crazy, but I love her. Yeah. I know. I don't blame you. I mean, okay. she would be a fun date, I think, as long as she brings her uh, dressed-up kid. I mean, dog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, it's confusing, Mike. <laughs> All right, Mike, thank you for the call. We appreciate that. Um, let's go to Veronica, which is the counter-argument to this every single time. Hi, Veronica. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Dressing up your pets for Halloween. Absolutely. Um, my mom one year dressed up as Cruella DeVille, and she dressed up our two little chihuahuas as Dalmatians. No! <laughs> and it was like the hit. <laughs> 101, we're going to start with two. <laughs> it was so cute. She won, like, best costume at her work. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. She took the dog to work so that she could win a contest. <laughs> What, did the, she did. All right, I just want to ask you a question. Did you at least notice or look at the dog to see if the dog was enjoying it at all? There was no, I mean, I know they say, like, dogs are uncomfortable, but I didn't see that the dog was uncomfortable at all. She was acting totally normal. Didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Veronica, check the dog's diary quiet. later. Yeah. Yeah, you might want to go into the shelf and check out what they're writing. Uh, but I do have a really good idea for Halloween costume. Yes. All right, you ready? Yeah. If you have one kid, uh -huh. you dress as a woman, as, like, a middle-aged woman. Okay. And then you dress your child as a dog. And you go around as Vonda, door, okay, door yeah. to door. Yeah, I see what you did. Yeah. But then you have to explain to everybody that doesn't listen to the show who Vonda is. Oh, I don't think anyone doesn't listen to the show. And why she's so crazy. <laughs> uh, let's go to Melissa in Upland. Good morning, Melissa. Hi, how you guys doing? We are good. You dress up your pet for Halloween? Yes, I do. I actually have a guinea pig that I dress up for um, Halloween. Mm -hmm. well, Melissa. You buried the lead. Yeah. Right. You have a guinea pig. Yes, it's not your conventional pet, so I it's kind of hard to find costumes for a guinea pig. So really? Find, what do you what do you dress the guinea pig in? Actually, this year I dressed him up as a um. It's the first year that I dressed him up, so I dressed him up as a pirate. What? <laughs> did he ha did he have a patch over one eye? No, not a pa okay. patch. I couldn't find a little it's patch. Pretty weak ass pirate then. 
Captain Blackbeard. He's got a little pirate hat and just a little pirate outfit that kind of slides over his body. It's kind of like a little tunic, and it just it's just really cute and. He just, he slides out of it, though, because he's so fat. Oh, he slides out of it. I bet it's on purpose. No. I don't feel like I'm winning this argument yeah, at Melissa, all, you, you guys. Gotta, you got to send a picture of that. I, I, think I, we I need, need to p- see yeah, that I'm guinea pig. I'm going to send a picture when I get, after I hang up. Okay. okay. Melissa, what is, your, what is your guinea pig's name? His name is Gerald. Actually, it's. Um, he's named after Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. Good sure. choice. That's sure. Good choice. All right. <laughs> Send the picture. Thank you, Melissa. Give him, I, give him like an emo haircut. By the way. And then take him to Hot Topic. <laughs> be like, this is Gerard <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. We have tickets right now for the K-Rock Halloween Ball with Incubus this yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Sounds like a great time. We're going to play a game. Uh, Jensen, you're going to be running this game. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it. Well, basically, I'm going to give you the name of a horror movie villain. And then we're going to play a clip from that movie. Then you're going to just name the movie. Name the movie. That's all you have to it's do. It's very easy. Mm-hmm. It, this is horror movie villains. They want to kill you and they want your soul. And they give you nightmares at night. They're so scary and they're possessed by the devil. They give you such a big fright. I'm dying dead devil. Horror movie villains. Come on and guess it right or you'll be dead. Too much? <laughs> Too long. You know that? Song longer than the game. All right, guys. Let's get it moving. All right. Let's start with Ryan in L.A. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning. Hello, Ryan. Do you like horror movies? Hell yeah. All right, good. So the name of the character is Jack Torrance. Let's listen to a clip. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains. <laughs> what movie? Uh, that would be The Shining. Hey! Look at that. Nicely done. You hold on. We're going to do a drawing. Thank you. Let's go to Javier in Los Angeles. Hi. Hey, party people. Hello, Javier. Javier, here we go. The character is named Pinhead, and it's a villain from this clip. Oh, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. What's the movie? Uh, by the way, great audio quality. Um, uh, how is it? From the guy with a bad phone, though, is the irony. Uh, but he got one. it. Yep. Nice job. Hold on. Uh, let's go to Rich in Montebello. Hi. What's, that? what's happening? Hey, hey. I'll uh, tell you what's happening. The character's name is Ann Wilkes, uh, or Annie Wilkes, and uh, this is the clip. He didn't get out of the cock-a-duty car! What movie? <laughs> Ah, uh, that's the um, the stat. She's she she beats the hell out of the character. Yep. Uh, God, why can't I think of the name right now? Stephen King's movie, uh, yep. Misery. Hey! Yes, he worked it out. He really did. <laughs> Nicely done. All right, all right. That's uh, that's three out of three. Let's go to Ashley in Santa Clarita. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Oh, that was so sweet. Hi. <laughs> Don't be nervous. This one's kind of easy. I think the character, the villain's name is Ghostface, and this is the clip. What's your favorite scary movie? What movie is that? Um, I know this one. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Do you know it? 
I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, of your tongue? <laughs> on my tongue. See, <laughs> I told you. I'm nervous. It's all um, right. No, it's okay. Don't worry. Okay. Um, give me one second. I mean, it's not a big deal. Like, everyone you know is listening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, scream. Scream! Yes! yes. <laughs> we were really going through a roller coaster here. <laughs> All right, let's go to Chris in Los Alamitos. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Hey, Chris, this is not a hard game. Uh, the name <laughs> of the character is Chucky, and this is the clip. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? What's the name of the movie? Child's Play. Look at got that. It. Five to five. Donna, I don't want to put any pressure on you, but everyone's gotten it so far. Oh, great. <laughs> and Donna technically has the hardest one. The character's oh, no. name is Damien, and this is the clip. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. What, what's oh, the movie? Hard. I have no idea. Oh, no. Carrie? No, no, not Carrie. It's The Omen. <laughs> But you should watch oh The Omen. Oh, my gosh, I would. I have oh. not watched The Omen. <laughs> oh, you need to. It's great. You should. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Donna. Uh, one more. Do we have time for one more? Yeah. All right. Let's do uh, Joanna in Irvine. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning, y'all. How are oh, you doing? Hello. The, the, the character's name is Regan McNeil, and uh, this is uh, the character uh, panting. To confront this cruel demon. It's Regan McNeil, but what movie is it from? Um, let's see. Hmm. Is it... I don't know. This is the hardest one y'all did. I got mm. all the others right. It's is not it... easy, but... Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. That would be Leatherface. This one was The my Ex... husband's gonna kill me! The Exorcist. Well, <laughs> your husband sounds like a horror villain. <laughs> uh, but the movie's The Exorcist. Oh my gosh, so obvious. All right, we have five people. Mm-hmm. Let's do a drawing. All right. Figure out who wins the tickets. <laughs> What's that? Barry. What? Allie didn't have to put on You're a supposed crown. to say the name. I know, but I'm just letting And then I congratulate the them over the music. The now I have to play really it again. Go ahead. All right. Letting the tension build up. I see. That's what you're doing. Because Javier oh. is going to Incubus. Javier. Congratulations, Javier. <laughs> oh, Javier's the one who made fun of our audio. Oh, you're a real horror villain, Javier. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with iPhone, Jack. Listen, I can't even hear the guy. <laughs> Congrats. We'll see you Saturday. The Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. We have time for one more What's Happening with Allie. Well, what's happening is, A, we're all going to win Mega Millions tonight, just as a, a team. Mm-hmm. And the Dodgers are going to win game one tonight against the Red Sox. Yeah. It's all just right. that's what's going to happen. All right. Everything's coming up L.A. I like it so much. Uh, L.A. Times Sports Desk wound up tweeting, who says Dodger fans don't travel well? A red-eye flight departing from LAX to Boston at 11.10 p.m. Monday night broke out in a chant before takeoff. Here it is. Let's go, Dodgers! Let's go, Dodgers! Let's go, Dodgers! Let's go, Dodgers! That's I mean, it's more like one guy, one, one guy and maybe the guy uh, across the aisle from him. I was expecting a little more. I think the other guy but, was just intimidated. Right. <laughs> he was nervous I'll, for his own safety. I'll do it just so you don't kill me. Yeah. 
I mean, no one uh, no one wants to get pumped up before an 1110 red eye. I mean, you know, people are like, dude, I just took just, my Xanax. I you just want to sleep for a little down. bit. <laughs> but you know what? Good for him. I yeah. love it. That guy just came from a Bennigan's. And he's like, I'm, I have a flight in an hour. Let's go, Dodgers! <laughs> Good Lord. God! You do it, too. Okay, sir. Let's go, Dodgers. Let's go, Dodgers! <laughs> you D- guys- Dave says uh, in the video there are a bunch of people wearing Dodgers hats. Though. Oh, oh. So, okay. So, Good for so, you. They got the hats. Good for you, yeah. Dave. Right. He's like, there's a really great chant. I put it in the Vox Pro for you. And that that was what you just heard. Let's go, Dodgers! There we go. I mean, it... It was less than what I had expected it to be. I mean, it wasn't be, a plane full. But no. now that I know they were all wearing hats. Yeah, oh, see? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that makes a difference. Yeah. We're wearing Dodger hats! <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of um, implied, I guess, yeah. You guys, I want to help you out. I want you to get a 95-cent combo at El Cholo today. Why? Because they are celebrating their 95th birthday in Los Angeles. So, like I said, to commemorate that special day, El Cholo is offering the number one combo plate for 95 cents today. All right. That's a cheese enchilada, rolled beef tacos, Spanish rice, refried beans. However, the deal is available all day at all six locations, but limited to one meal per person and dine-in only. So don't walk in there all willy-nilly saying you need your takeout, 95 cents. It's worth sitting Number down in that place. Number one combo. Yeah. It's worth sitting down. Mm-hmm. And then you have a cocktail, and then you have two, then you have seven, and then the sun is is going down, and you're like, well, <laughs> let's keep going. Get the combo! <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh. Get the combo! We're wearing hats! <laughs> I think we all have El Cholo stories, right? Oh, yeah. Love that place. I love it so A lot much. of underage drinking, not their fault. I had a fake ID. Was your fake ID you, or yeah. was it someone else? Well, someone that looked like you. Both. Okay. Both. A guy named Danny. I won't uh-huh. say his last name, so he's not a, you know, I don't know about the uh, right. statute of limitations. But a guy named Danny gave me his ID. Used mm-hmm. that for a while. Then I lost that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Danny. And then I got one from some dude on Alvarado Street. Wow. Uh, and then I used that for a while. Okay. But if you scratched it, the date came off. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm. It was that bad? No one scratched it. It's not ideal. Excellent. Yeah. I had um, a girl named Piper's. Mm-hmm. And She looks just like you? Just like me. You are a Piper. But nine times out of ten, the door guy would say, how'd you get that name? And I'd, I'd have to remember that I was Piper. And I'd be mm. like, uh, my mom and... And Pied Piper and rats, you know, out of Ireland. And he didn't let no, you that's, in? that's St. Patrick. Whatever. You were like, yeah. uh, she's already drunk. Yeah, yeah just let her in. Let her in. Yeah. It was a good time, but Piper. Yeah. Love that ID. Good times, everybody. All right, moving along. This is going to sound like Mad Libs, but stay with me. Johnny Depp is teaming up with a cryptocurrency-centric social entertainment platform run by an entrepreneur dubbed Tatatoo. What the heck? I don't understand most Go of those away. words. Under the new partnership, they'll develop and produce film and digital content together under Depp's production banner as well. So what what does any of that I mean? don't know. Johnny Depp needs a go away. Yeah. I don't like that dude. He's not going away. I know. He's even in the Harry Potter movies. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy how he's not going away. You guys, someone I don't want to go away because he is a genuine delight. Have you ever met Trevor Noah? 
not met. We're mm-hmm. working on something. Oh, right. Trevor Noah and I. Right. Yeah, yeah, we talk on that. We talk. Excellent. Well, we had him in, and he couldn't have been more lovely. He said he wanted to um, eat goat's head with us, and we were like, "What? All right, we were in." But he is a wonderful man. Yes. He is heading back to Netflix next month with a new stand-up special. He announced the special dubbed Son of Patricia. It's on Netflix, and that will debut Tuesday, November 20th. Did you ever see my uh, my cable guy that showed up? Looked just like Trevor Noah. Buff Trevor Buff Noah. Trevor Noah. Yep. Yeah, if you go to my Twitter, at Allie McKay, it's my pinned tweet because it is, it's insanity, it's insanity to me. It is funny. To yeah. open my door and see essentially buff Trevor Noah, and then of course I um, I live tweeted my cable appointment, and then Trevor Noah quote tweeted me and said, why are you ruining my side hustle? Because they were on hiatus for like two weeks and it was during that time. Very funny. Just a lovely, lovely human being. Buff Trevor Noah! Yes! Buff Trevor Noah! We're wearing hats. My throat's starting to hurt. (laughs) Got it. You guys, Instagram has made a comeback in the world of social media. According to the 36th semi-annual Taking Stock with Teens survey, teens are now using Instagram more than Snapchat. That's uh, good. Snapchat's filled with people just sending their genitals. That's all it is. <laughs> it really is. Come on. Is it really? Yeah, why, why would I want you to see me for just a short amount of time? And then it goes away. You want people to see you for longer? Yeah, on the Instagrams? At least 24 hours. Oh I mean, if I'm if I'm like this message will self-destruct, it's mm-hmm. never like, say hi to your mom for me. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no kid's going to send a message and be like, get rid of this off your phone. Mm-hmm. Unless it's dirt. Yeah, correct. What's happening right now? He's saying that it's a good move that they're going to Instagram. Yeah, because then so they don't have to... So you can look at them longer if no, they don't because go away. No, they, they won't, won't do it. it. Because then it, they're fearful that it'll get out. Like, oh, this doesn't have a, like a setup where I can just send my junk. And then it goes you can't away. Screen cap on on Snapchat tells you. Oh, it tells you if someone yeah. screen capped it. Well, yep. but you can. Yeah, well, yeah this just then, in. Yeah. You sent your junk, so that's <laughs> well. Then that's you a have price unworthy friends. <laughs> just saying. Why are you sending your junk unsolicited? Stop doing that, everybody. Kids. Everyone. <sighs> Everyone. You guys remember the whole Ariana Grande taking some time off? Doesn't want to be on the road. She's really going to work on herself. Sure. I don't want to work anymore. Well, she took to Twitter to reveal that she is now finalizing details for the Sweetener tour. Hmm. Somebody had tweeted her and said, any news about the tour? If not, please don't stress about it. We can wait. We want you to be um, actually ready to go on tour. And then she responded, I'm ready. My heart needs it, actually. Finalizing a few more things, but I'm trying to get some dates to you ASAP. (laughs) Uh, I'm trying. I just, I want her to take a, a break. I'm bringing the pig. I know I don't know her at all, but I think maybe a, a nice little mental health break. Don't You're worry You're afraid she's doing too it. much? Yeah, just take a little break. Mm, time for the sweetener. But sometimes when you're super bummed, maybe getting back to work uh, is that a is true. good thing. Yeah, keeping busy. A lot of Keep people, your mind yeah, off. You handle everything. things differently, I get it. Mm-hmm. When I'm super bummed, oh my God. Just give me a jar of peanut butter and a couch and some rom-coms. I'm Who's with like me? I'm just like you, Allie. Oh Except I'm going on the sweetener tour. Why is he doing this? Ariana Grande? It's no. lit AF. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, And everybody, 
Amy Schumer's pregnant. She made the announcement by uh, sending people to one of her friends' Instagrams that was uh, posting a lot about who to vote for, what candidates, that type of thing. And then at the end of this long list, you see, I'm pregnant, Amy Schumer. (laughs) So if you were following along, you were like, wait, what? So, yeah, that's a pretty ingenious way of announcing that she's expecting her first child with her husband, Chris Fisher. How many people do you think went to that Instagram and saw it was all about politics and just checked out without sure reading the whole thing. Yeah. Without yeah. getting to the very bottom. Yeah. I'm pregnant, Amy Schumer. <laughs> I just thought it was pretty I funny. I love it. Pretty funny. Some birthdays for you guys. Amelia Clark, Ryan Reynolds, Michelle Beadle. I wonder what she's doing tonight for her birthday. Right? Michelle yeah. Beadle! Michelle Beadle! Happy She's wearing a hat. Happy birthday. She's wearing a hat. (laughs) You did Grover it right at the end. You're going to have no voice tomorrow. Congratulations. Uh, Weird Al and Robert Trujillo, and that's what's happening. Thanks, Allie. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. on K-Rock. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Our friend and comedian Kevin Nealon joins us in studio. We have tickets for you to go to L.A. Comic Con, and we've still got more tickets for the K-Rock Halloween Ball Featuring Incubus tomorrow morning. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.